0: Hi guys! Welcome to the second episode of BLAST, Basic Life as a Student. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the most dreadful time of the year. Besides midterms, I think... No, I think this is more dreadful than midterms. Because summer is coming, and you know when summer's coming, and the school year is almost ending. You have Finals. And I'm just gonna say, boy, oh boy, these finals are gonna be <sighs> dreadful. I mean, like, even when I first started um, taking finals, which I at mean, the old school, we never really did finals in middle school, but at um at the school I go to now, they did finals, and so I came in the middle of the school year last year in seventh grade, and I came right around when midterms were starting, and I hated it, I hated the midterms, I hated it, I wasn't used to it, you know, at my old school, we didn't do midterms or finals in um, middle school, but they do it here, and so it was, Kind of scary whenever I had it. Well, midterms, they said it wouldn't count because, you know, I was new and I had to catch up. But finals counted. And it was scary because, I mean, it's so much of your grade. And it's also like, it's like it literally counts for so much. Like we have a checkpoint A or something for our language, which is like similar to final. And that's going to... Sorry if I have to keep on sniffling. I'm like kind of sick right now. Anyways, um, just very similar to a final, but it's different because they don't really call it a final. They call it a checkpoint A. But I have definitely learned. Like when I was in seventh grade, I took the final. I mean, it was definitely one of those things where I hated like. I mean, there was like 60 questions on my science one, and I was like, oh my god. But this year, I know to prepare more and to, like, make sure that I'm ready and study and all that stuff. So I'm just going to talk about that today. So let's start off with some basic things. So, of course, like, you got to study ahead of time for finals. Like, you can't just study a week before. Like, I know that I probably should have studied earlier, but come on, like, I think now's the perfect time. I mean, I don't know exactly when my finals are, but they're, like, in May, so studying now is perfect, and then I have, like, two or three weeks until I have to take the finals, so it'd be super nice, but I want to explain one thing, that if you don't take finals, I think it would still be nice to watch this podcast episode, just because Um, You will eventually, and I know some middle schools don't take finals, but you will in high school, and it's really important to know now so that, like, you don't, like, have someone that's already made the mistake of not preparing well and stuff like that to explain to you what can happen when you don't prepare well and to show you the bad side of it so that when you do end up taking finals, you'll be prepared and ready, so... Let me just tell you my story. So I took the finals last year and I did so bad. I think it was mostly because I came in in the middle of the school year and I literally did not understand anything they were learning. They were like 10 steps ahead of my old school so it was very 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 hard to catch up and so because of that I ended up doing poorly on my finals especially apparently math and social studies. Which social studies is my uh, social studies is my favorite subject. So I don't know like why I just ended up doing really poorly. So I failed that, which meant I took summer school for math and for social studies. And that was mainly because a like they didn't give me my portal so I couldn't portals like where you check your grades if you don't know so I couldn't check my grades and also I just didn't understand anything like they were not learning what I was learning in old school so it was hard like coming in the middle of the school year but I made it work I went to summer school this year I'm trying so much harder and I'm doing way better than I did last year um so talking about finals what will happen if you fail them? Probably you go to summer school. At least that's what it's like here. Um, which is not fun. Let me repeat. Summer school is not fun. Like, it's one of the most dreadful times of the year. Sorry, I'm just going to plug in my laptop. But it's one of the most dreadful times of the year. And I I, I understand that finals are super dreadful because I go through that. Like I went through it. Last year in 7th grade, and then I'm also going through it this year in 8th grade. So, I'm taking finals. I know that um, uh, finals can be super intimidating because, I mean, why wouldn't they be intimidating, right? It's like something that intimidating. What does intimidating mean? Why am I using that word if I don't know what it means? Guys, I'm so stupid. Let me just Google this. Let me just, hold on. Let me just Google it. Intimidate. I'm Googling it right now. Frightening. Okay, it does, it does mean the way that I specified it in. Okay, so it means basically frightening. So I guess that makes sense. So it can be very, I don't know why I didn't know what that meant. Oh my God, whatever. Anyway, so it can be like super intimidating. And I understand. I mean, it is so scary to get that. It's such a thick booklet, too. It's like a thick booklet. It's a thick, thick, thick text booklet. And then you have the answer booklet. And it kind of reminds you of, like, a school version of the statewide test. By the way, I had to take the math statewide tests, which are coming soon in May. I took the reading one. Oh, my God. The most dreadful thing. And then I have to take the science ones, too. But I'll make a separate episode for that. Um, so I guess you just have to prepare well, like, take good notes, um, it's, like, my main thing, because, like, notes are super important, as well as review, there's really great websites to help you review, my favorite is actually Khan Academy, I've been using that for years now, it's great for math, and, um, you could just type in any topic, they have videos on how to... Do the problem and then they also have practice ones for you to do as well and you can gain a lot of points and it's just it's really awesome. So I recommend that website. I know there's a lot more um, websites, but I don't really use any other ones. I know there's like math right now. If that's a thing, let me Google that. And okay, math right now is that a thing. Oh, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, Math right now is also pretty good. I think you have to, like, let's see, grade Mathematics. I don't know. Do you have to, like, what if you register? Is it free? You have to pay for it. Let's see. Personal account. Oh, okay. Never mind. Math right now is something we use at our school, but, like, I think you have to pay for that. You actually do. It said right there. So you have to pay for math right now, which don't use Khan Academy is free, so you can use Khan Academy, Google, other ones. I'm sure they have a ton for like ELA and reading, and then of course science and social studies. So, um, it's definitely something that um is super awesome and helpful. Not only doing these, like, practice problems and stuff, I get questions on, like, it's hard to, I guess, study for ELA because it's, like, one of those things where you don't really know what the passage is going to be, nor what questions you're going to get asked, and I understand because I used to be like, you can't study for ELA, so I'm just not going to study, and usually I do pretty well, but it's always good to be prepared, extra prepared, so what my tips are is to actually like go on the internet just type in like i know like if you just type in like ela state test they give you like a ton of things for like different states and they have like like a passage and then a few multiple choice questions and then an essay and print those out do those super helpful also just like google like commonly asked like questions on like ELA testings, like, do they do, like, compare and contrast or cause and effect, like, what's most common, and review that, you know, review over that. Also, like, testing strategies, not only just for ELA, but for any subject, makes it so much more easier when you take the test, like, there's so many strategies, like, I always bring a highlighter with me because I need a highlighter because I highlight everything possible that is important on the test. So even if my paper looks like it's a highlighter mess, I don't care cuz it helped me take the test and I usually do pretty well. So bring a highlighter. Also, just kind of look for clues. Some teachers will give you clues and other questions for answers. Also, if you don't know a question, skip it, go back to it. You can find a clue probably somewhere in the test. Um which is also super important. Also, if it's like an ELA test, read over the passage, not once, not twice, but three times, because honestly, if you're just gonna read it once, you're not gonna retain as much information. Also, a trick for ELA testing is read over the questions before you read the passage. Read the passage once, read the first question, right? Then after you read the first question, read the passage again. Then find the answer in the passage to the first question without looking at the choices. Highlight the answer, look at the choices, see if the choices match up with your answer that you've highlighted in the passage. If none of the choices are there, then keep on looking. Like, the answer to the question is always going to be in the passage. So, like, if you look in the multiple choice questions and let's say the first two aren't even, does nothing to do with the passage, then of course it can't be the first two, right? So cross out A and B and look at C and D, right? Look at the question and think, does C match or does D match better? And then and then look in the passage when you, the one answer that you highlighted, which one matches or is closer to the answer that you highlighted. Let's say it's D, circle D, and then you're done, right? But, it's always really important to highlight the answer in the passage because every answer, multiple choice answer, if you think it's D, right, and the answer is not in the passage, then there it's impossible that it's D because you can't, I guess, show your evidence for that that is D. So make sure that you highlight your evidence because it makes it so much more easier. Also, when you're checking too, it just makes it easier. Check your work. Check your work, probably like, I don't know, like, 10,000 times, no matter if it's math, social studies, science, ELA, like, check your work, like, go over it, like, cover, like, your finger on the multiple choices, and then just... Figure out the answer without looking at the choices, and then look at your choice as the answer that you thought of in your brain match up with the choice that you circled. If it matches up with a different choice, then you probably got it wrong. Most of the time, go with your instinct. so the first answer that you pick is usually probably correct, and if you doubt yourself or something like that, try not to change it, because if you keep on doubting yourself, like you might end up circling the wrong answer, and the correct answer may have been the one you first circled, so just don't try to switch up your answers once you have circled it unless you're positively sure that that is not the right answer. Also, when taking your um, test, it's really important to like, like in math, it's really important like not only do you like show your work because of course you get full credit to show your work. If you don't show your work, you don't get full credit. But for math, I think the most important thing that people don't understand is that, um, teachers make you share work because they want to see, like, what you did instead of putting everything in a calculator and then circling the answer, but not only should you solve the problem once when you share work on the side, maybe on a separate sheet of paper, solve it again because there are times where, (coughs) sorry, um, There are times where um, you may have typed something wrong in your calculator. Maybe you calculated something wrong in your brain. So I recommend for every question, if you have time, of course, like you're not always going to have time because there's always time limits and finals. But if you have time at the end, resolve the problems that you're unsure of or all the problems, if you can, to make sure that you get the same answer the second time. If you did, then it's probably the correct answer. If you're stuck on a math problem, the trick is to solve it a few times but using different ways and see which answer correctly matches with the choices or maybe which answer seems more correct if that makes sense. Also on some math exams, they will give you a like written response if that makes sense, so there's not really multiple choice. Make sure for the written response to get full credit to actually, like, let's say it's asking you for how many miles Dan ran, right? Right, like, let's say he ran 30 miles, right? 30 and the miles, just so that you can get full credit, because I've lost points for not doing that before. And it's, it's you always want full credit. What else? What else? What else was I going to say? Oh, yes. Let's go back backtrack to studying. So, um, spend, so first do your homework because teachers will still give homework even when you have a final tomorrow. (laughs) Um, just make sure that, um, study each subject every day so you don't forget it. Like, don't just study, like, math this week and then science that week and then, ELA that week, and then social studies that week, and then you're done, right? You're not going to remember math anymore, because that's the first one you studied, and then now that you add on top of all the other subjects, math is at the bottom of the books, right? You have more books on top, so math is not noticeable anymore, so you don't remember math anymore, so review, 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 like, take your old packets for math, whatever subject, like... Doesn't even matter if it's like from the beginning of the school year and just review it again and again. And most teachers will give you like review packets. Use those. Use those to your advantage. There's quizlets. Make quizlets, flashcards if you don't like quizlet. Um, you can basically do anything. Like and always ask me questions because I'm always available to answer your awesome questions on my podcast, and I think for me as a student, um, it's always about finding that balance, right? That balance between home and what goes on at home, watching videos, like your own like personal private life that you don't really sh- have to share with everybody, right? And then your school life, where it's like grades and stuff, and it's hard because, like, it's everyone's tempted to not study and go on YouTube, watch videos, or find something else to do that's not school related. I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, you have to realize that, like, if you want to be the best you can be, like, if you don't, if you want to grow up, right, and not have to work so hard when you're like, I don't know, forty years old, right? Then you have to push yourself now. Because and this is what my um sister told me, like, if you push yourself now, then later on in the future, or if you work hard now, that makes sense, then it pays off in the future because then, you know, you can be like my dad that doesn't work and he just relaxes and like he's retired now. So like he just relaxes and stuff but it wasn't like that like many many years ago when he was like 20 years old okay he worked his butt off to get himself to America with my mom and then to make it a better life for my sisters and now for me right and so like now that he's worked so hard every day supporting for me and my sisters he can have his own relaxation time because now pushing my sisters so hard trying pushing my sisters to self-study try their best like now my sister p- pays for my dad like my sister bought my dad his plane tickets right and he gets to travel to China and like live his life it was only because my dad pushed both of my sisters to work their hardest and their best that now They make enough money to not only support my dad, but also me. And that's, like, a lot, a lot to think about. And so, like, if you think about that, like, if you want to grow older and you want to be able to help your parents, like, let's say buy them a house or, like, have them to be able to live with you, like, work hard now because um, you're not going to be able to support them if you just are lazy right now and not doing anything and then in the future you're working so hard trying to make enough money to support for your own family that you don't have enough money to support for like your own 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 family that you don't have enough to support for your parents, right? So I think it's important to think about the future even though some people can get super scared about it and I understand but it's it's important to know that that you have a, a goal in future in the, a goal in the future right it's important to know that you're working towards something right like my goal is to work towards well my goal is to be able to help My parents and like, well, my dad mostly (laughs) my dad. And to like when he when um I get older like, he doesn't have to worry about much because like, I don't want to have, him have to, you know, still work so hard because we don't make enough to support him too. So like he's still working like, I want like right now he's working so hard to make sure that I have money to go to college and like school, and if I just not work hard and let all the hard work it took my dad to not only come to America, but have me, then am I just wasting? I'm just wasting time. I'm wasting money. I'm wasting. Like, he didn't have to come to America. You didn't have to. Like, you could have stayed in China. I could have been born in China. But he decided to come to America for me and my sisters to have a better life. And so, because of that, I think is something that you should think about kind of if it might not be the case for everybody I mean your dad may have not come from China but there's always something that you have to think about that your parents sacrifice for you to be the way you are today and how in the future you want to help them or you want to kind of pay back what they sacrifice for you I hope that this episode It's helpful. I mean, finals are coming up, right? Send me messages or, like, Snapchat me or whatever. At Connie N 58 What other stuff you want to see on my podcast and ask me questions. But without further ado, without further to do, I'm going to end the podcast here. And try not to cry because thinking about how much... My dad has sacrificed for me to be able to live this life. It's crazy. So I'm not going to cry, but I'm going to end the podcast here before I do cry. And I will catch up with you guys next Monday. Bye.